Welcome to the Tech Savvy Society podcast. Today, we bring you another episode. Please follow, subscribe and like. We are almost on all platforms. Do leave in comments if you want us to cover any new topic that affects society. DeepQ Networks, DQNs, is a powerful deep reinforcement learning algorithm that has revolutionized the field of game playing artificial intelligence, AI. With the ability to learn how to take actions that maximize a reward in a given environment, DQNs have been used to develop AI agents capable of playing complex games such as Atari and Go. In this blog, we will explore the background and significance of DQNs in reinforcement learning, the architecture and working of DQNs, and how they are used to develop AI agents for game playing. We will also delve into the potential applications of DQNs beyond game playing, their limitations, and future developments in the field. So, let's dive in and explore the fascinating world of DQNs. Brief History and Background of DQNs DeepQ Networks, DQNs, were introduced by Google DeepMind researchers in 2013 as a variant of Q-Learning, a popular reinforcement learning algorithm. DQNs differ from traditional Q-Learning in that they use a deep neural network to approximate the Q-function, which maps a state-action pair to an expected reward. DQNs gained widespread attention in 2015 when DeepMind's AI agent, AlphaGo, defeated Lee Settle, a world champion in the game of Go. AlphaGo's success was attributed to its use of DQNs to learn and improve its gameplay strategy through self-play. Explanation of how DQNs are used to develop AI agents for game playing. DQNs are used to develop AI agents for game playing by training them to learn and make decisions that maximize their reward in a given environment. The AI agent uses a deep neural network to approximate the Q function and make predictions about the expected reward for each possible action. The AI agent then selects the action that maximizes the predicted reward. During the training process, the AI agent is exposed to different scenarios and environments, allowing it to learn and improve its decision-making process. The agent's experience is stored in a replay memory, which is used to train the neural network in a process called experience replay. Through this process, DQNs have been used to develop AI agents capable of playing complex games such as Atari and Go, achieving superhuman performance levels in some cases. Beyond game playing, DQNs are being explored for applications in robotics, finance, and other fields that require decision-making in complex environments. Reinforcement learning, RL, is a type of machine learning where an agent learns how to behave in an environment by performing actions and receiving rewards or punishments. The goal of the agent is to learn to take actions that maximize the total reward it receives over time. Overview of reinforcement learning. In RL, an agent interacts with an environment and learns from its actions, observations, and rewards. The agent takes actions based on its current state, and the environment responds by transitioning to a new state and providing the agent with a reward. The agent's goal is to learn a policy, which is a mapping from states to actions that maximizes the expected total reward. Comparison with other machine learning algorithms. In contrast to supervised and unsupervised learning, RL is a type of machine learning where the agent interacts with the environment and learns through trial and error. In supervised learning, the agent is provided with labeled data and learns to map inputs to outputs. In unsupervised learning, the agent learns to discover patterns and structure in unlabeled data. Explanation of reward and punishment mechanisms. In RL, rewards are used to reinforce good behavior and punish bad behavior. The agent receives a reward or punishment after each action, and this signal is used to update the agent's policy. The reward function specifies the reward the agent receives for each action and state pair, and the agent learns to maximize the total reward it receives over time. For example, 
In a game of chess, the agent might receive a reward of plus 1 for winning the game, minus 1 for losing the game, and 0 for a draw. The agent learns to take actions that maximize the expected total reward. Explanation of the role of exploration and exploitation. One of the key challenges in RL is balancing exploration and exploitation. Exploration refers to the agent's ability to try out new actions and learn from them, while exploitation refers to the agent's ability to take actions that it knows will lead to a high reward. Exploration is important because it allows the agent to discover new and potentially better actions. However, if the agent explores too much, it may fail to exploit actions that it already knows are good. Exploitation is important because it allows the agent to maximize its reward. However, if the agent exploits too much, it may miss out on better actions that it could discover through exploration. To balance exploration and exploitation, RL algorithms often use a trade-off between exploration and exploitation, such as epsilon greedy or softmax policies, where the agent chooses a random action with a certain probability and otherwise chooses the action with the highest expected reward. In summary, reinforcement learning is a powerful machine learning technique that enables agents to learn to make decisions in complex environments. By balancing exploration and exploitation, and using rewards and punishments to reinforce good behavior, RL agents can learn to optimize their actions to achieve their goals. DeepQ networks, DQNs, are a type of reinforcement learning algorithm that uses a deep neural network to learn how to take actions that maximize a reward in a given environment. The architecture of DQNs is a key aspect of their success in learning optimal policies for complex environments. The architecture of a DQN is based on a neural network that takes the current state of the environment as input and outputs Q values for each possible action in that state. The input to the network is typically a raw image of the environment, which is pre-processed to reduce the dimensionality and extract relevant features. The output layer of the network has one neuron for each possible action, and the activation of each neuron represents the estimated Q value of taking that action in the current state. One key innovation of DQNs is the use of experience replay, which is a memory buffer that stores past experiences of the agent. During training, the agent samples random batches of experiences from the replay buffer to update the Q network. This helps to reduce the correlation between consecutive updates and makes the learning process more stable. Another key innovation of DQNs is the use of a separate target network to calculate the target Q values used in the Bellman equation. The target network is a copy of the Q network that is updated periodically, usually after a fixed number of training iterations. This helps to stabilize the learning process by preventing the Q values from changing too rapidly. The loss function used to train the DQN is the mean squared error between the predicted Q values and the target Q values. The target Q values are computed using the Bellman equation, which involves the maximum Q value of the next state according to the target network. Overall, the architecture of DQNs combines the power of deep neural networks with the stability of experience replay and target networks to enable efficient and effective learning of optimal policies for complex environments. DeepQ networks, DQNs, are a type of reinforcement learning algorithm that uses a deep neural network to learn how to take actions that maximize a reward in a given environment. At the heart of the DQN algorithm is the Q learning algorithm, which is a value-based approach to RL that enables an agent to learn an optimal policy by approximating the optimal action value function. The Q-learning algorithm is a model-free, online learning algorithm that involves estimating the optimal Q-value for each state-action pair. The Q-value represents the expected total reward an agent can achieve by taking a particular action in a particular state and following the optimal policy thereafter. The Q-learning algorithm updates the Q-values iteratively based on the Bellman equation, which states that the optimal Q value of a state action pair is equal to the immediate reward plus the maximum Q value of the next state.
In DQNs, the Q values are estimated using a deep neural network. The network takes the current state of the environment as input and outputs the Q value for each possible action in that state. The output layer of the network has one neuron for each possible action, and the activation of each neuron represents the estimated Q value of taking that action in the current state. The network is trained using stochastic gradient descent to minimize the mean squared error between the predicted Q values and the target Q values, which are computed using the Bellman equation. One key challenge in Q learning is balancing exploration and exploitation. The agent needs to explore the environment to discover new states and actions that lead to high rewards, but it also needs to exploit its current knowledge to take actions that are likely to yield high rewards. In DQNs, exploration is typically achieved using an epsilon greedy policy, which chooses a random action with probability epsilon and the action with the highest Q value with probability 1 epsilon. Another challenge in Q learning is the instability of the learning process due to the correlation between consecutive updates. To address this, DQNs use experience replay, which is a memory buffer that stores past experiences of the agent. During training, the agent samples random batches of experiences from the replay buffer to update the Q network. This helps to reduce the correlation between consecutive updates and makes the learning process more stable. Overall, the Q learning algorithm is a powerful and widely used approach to reinforcement learning, and DQNs have demonstrated their effectiveness in learning optimal policies for complex environments. The combination of deep neural networks, experience replay, and target networks has enabled DQNs to achieve state-of-the-art performance in tasks such as game playing and robotic control. Experience replay is a key component of deep Q networks, DQNs, that addresses the instability of the learning process in Q learning due to the correlation between consecutive updates. Experience replay involves storing past experiences of the agent in a memory buffer and using these experiences to train the neural network that approximates the Q function. During experience replay, the agent interacts with the environment and stores tuples of state, action, reward, next state, in the replay buffer. The buffer has a maximum capacity, and new experiences overwrite the oldest ones once the buffer is full. During training, the agent samples a random batch of experiences from the replay buffer and uses them to update the Q network. Experience replay has several advantages for learning in DQNs. First, it breaks the correlation between consecutive updates, which can lead to instability in the learning process. By randomly sampling experiences from the replay buffer, the agent can train the Q network on a diverse set of experiences and reduce the impact of any one experience on the learning process. Second, experience replay allows the agent to learn from rare or non-repeating events. Without experience replay, an agent may encounter a rare event that is crucial for learning but only occurs once or a few times. By storing these experiences in the replay buffer, the agent can sample them multiple times during training and learn from them more effectively. Third, experience replay enables efficient use of hardware resources. By storing experiences in a replay buffer, the agent can make efficient use of parallel computation to sample and update the Q network. This can significantly reduce the time required for training and enable more efficient use of hardware resources such as GPUs. In DQNs, experience replay is typically combined with a target network to further stabilize the learning process. The target network is a copy of the Q network that is updated less frequently and is used to compute the target Q values during training. This reduces the correlation between the target Q values and the predicted Q values and further stabilizes the learning process. Overall, experience replay is a powerful technique for training DQNs and has enabled agents to achieve state-of-the-art performance in a wide range of tasks. By storing past experiences in a memory buffer and using them to train the Q network, Experience replay reduces the correlation between consecutive updates, enables learning from rare events, 
and enables efficient use of hardware resources. The target network is a key component of DeepQ networks, DQNs, that addresses the instability of the learning process in Q-learning due to the correlation between consecutive updates. The target network is a separate neural network that is used to compute the target Q values during training. In DQNs, the Q network is trained to approximate the Q function, which is a mapping from states and actions to their corresponding Q values. During training, the Q network is updated to minimize the difference between the predicted Q values and the target Q values. The target Q values are computed using the Bellman equation, which expresses the optimal Q value of a state action pair as the sum of the immediate reward and the discounted value of the next state action pair. However, using the same network to predict the target Q values and the predicted Q values can lead to instability in the learning process. This is because the Q network is updated based on the errors between the predicted Q values and the target Q values, and these errors can propagate through the network and lead to instability. To address this issue, a target network is introduced in DQNs. The target network is a copy of the Q network that is updated less frequently and is used to compute the target Q values during training. Specifically, the target network is updated periodically, typically after a fixed number of training iterations or after a fixed amount of time. By using a separate network to compute the target Q values, the target network introduces a delay in the feedback loop of the learning process, which can reduce the correlation between the predicted Q values and the target Q values. This can lead to a more stable learning process and faster convergence to the optimal policy. The use of a target network is a simple yet effective technique for stabilizing the learning process in DQNs. By introducing a delay in the feedback loop and reducing the correlation between the predicted Q values and the target Q values, the target network enables more stable and efficient learning and deep reinforcement learning tasks. Deep Q networks, DQNs, are trained using a combination of Q learning, experience replay, and a target network. The first step in training a DQN is to initialize a neural network called the Q network. The Q network takes as input the state of the environment and outputs the Q values of all possible actions in that state. The Q values represent the expected reward that an agent will receive if it takes a particular action in the current state and then follows an optimal policy. During training, the Q network is updated using the Q learning algorithm, which involves computing the temporal difference, TD, error between the predicted Q value and the target Q value for each state action pair. The TD error represents the difference between the expected reward of taking an action in a state and the actual reward received plus the discounted future rewards. The Q network is trained to minimize the TD error using gradient descent. To reduce the correlation between consecutive updates and improve stability, DQNs use experience replay. Experience replay involves storing the agent's experiences, state, action, reward, and next state, in a replay buffer and randomly sampling from the buffer during training to create mini-batches of experiences. These mini-batches are then used to update the Q network, which reduces the correlation between consecutive updates and improves the overall stability of the learning process. Another key component of DQNs is the target network. The target network is a separate neural network that is used to compute the target Q values during training. The target network is a copy of the Q network that is updated less frequently, typically after a fixed number of training iterations or after a fixed amount of time. By using a separate network to compute the target Q values, the target network introduces a delay in the feedback loop of the learning process, which can reduce the correlation between the predicted Q values and the target Q values. This can lead to a more stable learning process and faster convergence to the optimal policy. During training, the Q network is updated using a loss function that minimizes the difference between the predicted Q values and the target Q values. The target Q values are computed using the Bellman equation, 
which expresses the optimal Q value of a state action pair as the sum of the immediate reward and the discounted value of the next state action pair. The target Q values are computed using the target network, which introduces a delay in the feedback loop and reduces the correlation between the predicted Q values and the target Q values. In summary, DQNs are trained using Q learning, experience replay, and a target network. The Q network is updated using the Q learning algorithm, which involves computing the TD error and minimizing it using gradient descent. Experience replay is used to reduce the correlation between consecutive updates and improve stability, while the target network is used to compute the target Q values and introduce a delay in the feedback loop, which can reduce the correlation between the predicted Q values and the target Q values. Together, these techniques enable efficient and stable learning in DQNs. DeepQ networks, DQNs, have been successfully used to develop artificial intelligence, AI, agents that can play a variety of games, including Atari games and the board game Go. Atari games are a popular benchmark for testing the performance of reinforcement learning algorithms. DQNs have been used to develop agents that can achieve superhuman performance on a variety of Atari games, including Space Invaders, Breakout, and Ms. Pac-Man. To train the agents, the DQNs are fed the raw pixel values of the game screen as input and output Q values for each possible action. The agents learn to play the game by trial and error, using the Q learning algorithm and experience replay to update the Q network. The success of DQNs in Atari games has led to their use in more complex games such as Go. In Go, the DQN takes the current board position as input and outputs Q values for each possible move. The agent learns to play the game by playing against itself and using the Q learning algorithm and experience replay to update the Q network. One challenge of using DQNs to play games such as Go is the large search space of possible moves. To address this, researchers have developed a technique called Monte Carlo Tree Search, MCTS, which combines DQNs with a tree search algorithm to select the best moves. The MCTS algorithm uses the DQN to guide the search process, selecting the most promising moves based on the Q values output by the DQN. Overall, DQNs have been highly successful in developing AI agents that can play games such as Atari and Go. The use of raw pixel values as input enables the agents to learn directly from the game screen, without the need for manual feature engineering. By combining the Q learning algorithm, experience replay, and the target network, DQNs are able to efficiently learn optimal policies for game playing. While DQNs have shown remarkable success in developing AI agents that can play games, there are several technical challenges that must be addressed when using DQNs for game playing. One major challenge is the high dimensionality of the input space. Game screens typically consist of hundreds of pixels, resulting in a large number of possible input states. This can make it difficult to train the DQN efficiently, as the network must learn to extract relevant features from the input space while ignoring irrelevant details. To address this challenge, researchers have developed techniques such as convolutional neural networks, CNNs, that can efficiently extract useful features from high-dimensional input spaces. Another challenge is the large search space of possible actions. In many games, there are a vast number of possible actions that the agent can take, which can make it difficult for the DQN to learn an optimal policy. To address this challenge, researchers have developed techniques such as action value functions that enable the agent to estimate the value of each possible action and select the most promising one. Another challenge is the trade-off between exploration and exploitation. In order to learn an optimal policy, the agent must explore the environment and try different actions, while also exploiting its current knowledge to maximize reward. However, if the agent focuses too much on exploration, it may not learn an optimal policy, while if it focuses too much on exploitation, it may miss out on discovering better policies. 
To address this challenge, researchers have developed techniques such as epsilon greedy policies that balance exploration and exploitation. Finally, a major challenge in using DQNs for game playing is the instability of the learning process. Due to the non-stationary nature of the target values and the correlation between the input samples, DQNs can be prone to instability and divergence during training. To address this challenge, researchers have developed techniques such as experience replay and target networks that help to stabilize the learning process. Overall, while DQNs have shown remarkable success in developing AI agents that can play games, there are several technical challenges that must be addressed to ensure efficient and stable training. DQNs have advanced game-playing AI in several ways. First, they enable the development of AI agents that can learn to play games directly from raw sensory input, without requiring any handcrafted features or prior knowledge of the game. This makes it possible to develop agents that can play a wide range of games with minimal human intervention. Second, DQNs enable the development of agents that can learn from their own experiences and improve over time through trial and error. This is in contrast to traditional game-playing AI which typically relies on human experts to provide guidance and feedback. Third, DQNs enable the development of agents that can learn to play games at a superhuman level. For example, the DQN-based AI agent developed by DeepMind was able to achieve superhuman performance on a wide range of Atari games, outperforming human experts in some cases. Fourth, DQNs enable the development of agents that can learn to generalize across different games and tasks. This is possible because the DQN architecture is capable of learning to extract useful features from high-dimensional input spaces, which can be applied to different games and tasks. Finally, DQNs have advanced game-playing AI by enabling the development of agents that can adapt to new games and tasks with minimal human intervention. This is because the DQN architecture is designed to learn from experience and adjust its behavior over time based on the feedback it receives. Overall, DQNs have advanced game-playing AI by enabling the development of agents that can learn directly from sensory input, improve over time through trial and error, achieve superhuman performance, generalize across different games and tasks, and adapt to new games and tasks with minimal human intervention. DQNs have shown great potential for applications beyond game-playing, particularly in fields where decision-making under uncertainty is critical. Some potential applications of DQNs include Robotics, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to control robots and perform complex tasks in dynamic and unpredictable environments. This can be particularly useful in applications such as manufacturing, agriculture, and logistics. Finance, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to make investment decisions based on market data and other relevant factors. This can help to improve investment performance and reduce the risk of human error. Healthcare, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to diagnose and treat diseases based on patient data and medical knowledge. This can help to improve the accuracy and efficiency of medical diagnoses and treatments. Natural language processing, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to understand and generate human language. This can be particularly useful in applications such as chatbots, language translation, and speech recognition. Autonomous vehicles, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to control autonomous vehicles and make decisions in complex and dynamic traffic environments. Recommender systems, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to recommend products, services, and content to users based on their preferences and behavior. Overall, the potential applications of DQNs beyond game playing are vast and diverse, and are likely to have a significant impact on various industries and fields in the years to come. However, there are also significant technical and ethical challenges that need to be addressed to ensure that these applications are safe, reliable, and beneficial to society.
DQNs are being used in robotics and autonomous vehicles to develop AI agents that can learn to make decisions and control complex systems in dynamic and unpredictable environments. These applications require the AI agent to be able to learn from sensory input and adapt its behavior over time based on feedback, which is well suited to the DQN architecture. In robotics, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to control robots and perform tasks such as grasping objects, navigating through environments, and manipulating tools. The agent receives sensory input such as camera images, depth sensors, and force sensors, and learns to map this input to actions that achieve the task at hand. This can be particularly useful in applications such as manufacturing, agriculture, and logistics, where robots can be used to perform repetitive or dangerous tasks. In autonomous vehicles, DQNs can be used to develop AI agents that can learn to make decisions such as steering, braking, and accelerating based on sensor input such as LiDAR, radar, and camera images. The agent learns to map this input to actions that maximize safety and efficiency while navigating through complex and dynamic traffic environments. This can help to improve the safety and efficiency of transportation systems, and reduce the risk of human error. However, there are also significant technical and ethical challenges associated with using DQNs in robotics and autonomous vehicles. For example, the AI agent needs to be able to handle uncertainty and unexpected events, such as sensor failures, adverse weather conditions, and unexpected obstacles. Additionally, there are ethical concerns related to the potential impact of autonomous vehicles on employment, privacy, and safety. These challenges need to be carefully addressed to ensure that DQN-based systems are safe, reliable, and beneficial to society. Despite their success in game playing and other applications, DQNs have some limitations and weaknesses that need to be addressed in order to improve their performance and reliability. Firstly, DQNs can be prone to overfitting, which occurs when the model becomes too specialized to the training data and performs poorly on new, unseen data. This can be mitigated by using techniques such as regularization and early stopping, as well as by using larger and more diverse datasets for training. Secondly, DQNs can struggle to learn in environments with sparse rewards or delayed feedback, where it can be difficult to determine the best actions to take. This can be addressed by using alternative reward functions, such as shaping the rewards to encourage desired behaviors, or by using alternative reinforcement learning algorithms, such as actor-critic methods. Thirdly, DQNs can be computationally expensive to train and require large amounts of data. This can make them impractical for real-time applications or systems with limited computational resources. This can be mitigated by using techniques such as transfer learning, where pre-trained models can be fine-tuned for new tasks, or by using more efficient architectures and algorithms. Lastly, DQNs can struggle to handle environments with continuous state and action spaces, where the number of possible states and actions is very large or infinite. This can be addressed by using alternative reinforcement learning algorithms, such as policy gradients or evolutionary strategies, that can handle continuous spaces more efficiently. Overall, while DQNs have demonstrated impressive capabilities in game playing and other domains, they are not without their limitations and weaknesses. Addressing these challenges will be critical to realizing the full potential of deep reinforcement learning for real-world applications. There are several techniques and approaches that can be used to address the limitations and weaknesses of DQNs in order to improve their performance and reliability. Overfitting. To address the issue of overfitting, several techniques can be used, such as regularization. This involves adding a penalty term to the loss function that penalizes large weights and reduces overfitting. Early stopping. This involves stopping the training process when the performance on a validation set stops improving, thus preventing the model from overfitting to the training data. Dropout. This involves randomly dropping out some of the neurons during training, 
thus reducing the co-adaptation of neurons and improving generalization. Sparse rewards. To address the issue of sparse rewards, alternative reward functions can be used, such as shaping the rewards. This involves designing the reward function to encourage desired behaviors and penalize undesired behaviors, thus providing more informative feedback to the agent.Curiosity-driven exploration. This involves encouraging the agent to explore the environment out of curiosity, even if there is no immediate reward, thus increasing the chances of discovering new and useful behaviors.Computational efficiency. To address the issue of computational efficiency, several techniques can be used, such as transfer learning. This involves using pre-trained models and fine-tuning them for new tasks, thus reducing the amount of data and computation required for training.model compression. This involves reducing the size and complexity of the model by pruning redundant weights and using more efficient architectures, thus reducing the computational cost of inference and training.continuous spaces. To address the issue of continuous state and action spaces, alternative reinforcement learning algorithms can be used, such as policy gradients. This involves directly optimizing the policy function that maps states to actions, thus handling continuous spaces more efficiently. Evolutionary strategies. This involves using evolutionary algorithms to optimize the policy function, thus enabling efficient exploration of high-dimensional spaces. Overall, addressing the limitations and weaknesses of DQNs will require a combination of these techniques and approaches, as well as continued research and development in the field of deep reinforcement learning. Read more on https colon slash slash thetechsavvysociety.blogspot.com slash Thank you for listening the Tech Savvy Society podcast. Please follow, subscribe and like. Do leave in comments, if you want us to cover any new topic, that affects society. Bye for now.